everybody and welcome to our Friday podcast. It's Elizabeth and Naomi. We have a, a lovely guest with us this week. Hello! It's Minnie! Hello Minnie, so it's really exciting to have you on the podcast. We might have a few cameos from Jasper and Felicity, yes. um, so listen out for them. <laughs> How is lockdown with small children? How's that going? Oh, I love having my children at home. It's really lovely we are very privileged in that we have a garden mm. it's not massive you can't really kick a ball about but you can run around outside with a skipping rope and yeah. wear them out a little bit then they are using their own imagination and playing their own hilarious games uh-huh. and i don't understand them at all um whatever games <laughs> they're playing but they seem to be having a marvelous time and there are different um challenges they're together together so much that mm-hmm. there are certain squabbles that are coming out that you think oh gosh if you were only seeing each other for a couple of hours a day um this yeah. wouldn't be the same and it's a challenge in the moment to think how am I going to be gracious but also firm and how much do you explain you can't just have what you want and just also expect them not to keep questioning and arguing ah oh, we listen to the Sunday service on Sunday and then later on in the day uh, our friends who are deaf and go to a BSL congregation they put theirs online and the children's talk was uh what is patience and Ooh. the way they explained it was um waiting without complaining um <laughs> which oh that fits deep in me um but obviously it's been useful to then use that with the children that we have to wait without complaining and so that means you can't have lunch exactly when you want it or that just those sorts of things so making the most of any challenging situation think how can we be most gracious mm-hmm. most um loving i think it's really good for us as a family to have more of those times it's not comfortable always it feels like oh if you were just at school it I wouldn't have to face with this yeah uh, i think the most challenging thing is getting them enough exercise um <laughs> i think they're a lot more mellow when they're just a bit tired so from, yeah, from yeah. 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 wears them out which is handy mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Definitely. lockdown is really showing me how many things i would normally blame on other people and other circumstances <laughs> yeah. I see that the same issues in myself i'm like oh no wait it wasn't other people annoying me <laughs> it was me, me. <laughs> i can't this on anyone else <laughs> my my big thing i think is oh i don't read my bible because i'm so busy yeah. and like hang on a second yeah. <laughs> i've had a lot yeah. of time I, i'm not going out to all the things that i would yeah. usually be doing yeah. out to. yeah, yeah. Uh, so we're reminded a... that often extra time isn't what we need it's mm. a change in priorities and, and priorities. motivation yeah. um i'm just being more disciplined because yeah. there are so many things i'm sure a lot of us would have said before lockdown if only i had more time <laughs> and now we're doing none of that or only like 50 percent of what we thought yeah. we'd be doing but and then it... we prioritize yeah. absolutely yeah. yeah yeah and i'm sure like families of smaller kids they don't have any more time if not they have less because they now have them all under one roof all at the same time Mm. and it must be a real struggle sometimes but it's it's now that we really need to remember that um god wants to talk to us more than we want to talk to him um and all we have to do is turn to him and say look I don't want to do this. Please yeah. change my heart. Yeah. Put it in me. Give me that grace. Yeah. Like, help me to see you and love you. Um, because yeah. he's the only one who can yeah. give us that self-control, give yeah. us that that love for him. Um, which I think you hit the nail on the head in terms of it's very easy to think, oh, if only I could get more self-controlled and more disciplined. Mm. And yeah. obviously being disciplined and self-controlled are wonderful attributes, but we need God's grace, that undeserved mercy and compassion to draw our hearts in mm. and 
Yeah, I've been praying for grace a lot in a very, <laughs> it's just hit me more and more. I can be too proud like, in thinking, well, I've got this all sorted. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. even if life is coasting along merrily, I, I need Jesus and I need yeah. him to give himself yeah. to me. Yeah. Um, and it's wonderful that he has and we can yeah. more yeah. of that. Well, it's so easy with all of the um, social media things of like, have you learned a new language yet? Like, what are you doing with your lockdown? Yeah. Like, have it's you like, become the perfect you crochet? And I'm like, no, no, <laughs> go away. I've learned in lockdown, aren't I great? <laughs> I'm doing the zip on my lips because I'm thinking, oh, there I was about to talk about the new thing you could be doing during lockdown. <laughs> have you learned any pretty my language? <laughs> well, no, that said, like, it is, if you do have that time, it's much better to to use it learning a Possibly, skill yes. rather than just um, watching Netflix. Or, yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 Netflix is such yeah. A, a temptation. But um, because places, because services are really trying to think how to engage with people, obviously online is, is a huge thing that's developed in the last few weeks. And um, Doncaster Deaf Trust, you can Google them, have used their lottery funding and they've been working on it for a while, but they've released it much sooner because of the lockdown. Uh, level one, BSL, and it's free. You don't get the accreditation as if you'd taken exams, but you've got all the content. So you can go online. It's an opportunity to learn. It's a big deal. And any deaf person you ever meet in the future will really appreciate if you yeah. can uh, be smiley and welcoming. And what does level one actually mean? Because I remember like first coming across levels in music and realising that level one was actually very hard. Yeah. Um, so what kind of things will you learn? A big part of it is being what we call deaf aware. So um, realising that by talking louder won't help a really <laughs> deaf person. And even in when you do that in a sort of talking louder, your mouth pattern will get distorted and that just makes things difficult. So if someone can lip read, to talk to them normally is a very mm. helpful thing so you learn something as simple as that but also how to get their attention if you try and shout across the room it's no good but you could wave you could tap them on the shoulder gently those kind of things and they have a completely different culture so whereas in British culture we might you know shake their hand <laughs> lots and lots obviously you want to be very personalized in your approach but people enjoy a hug and that kind of thing so very very simple things like that the level one will sort of make those things make you aware of those so that then you can cobble your way through and uh, all the deaf people I've ever met are just grateful that you're trying rather than being scared and running away so again in level one you might learn how to say your name ask them their name say how are you um but to talk about your hobbies a little bit having a little bit of a conversation once you learn those things and if you are someone who wants to uh, communicate with others you can very easily learn the next steps, level two. Level three is a whole other ball game where you learn the nuances of the grammar and the language. But if your main aim is to be welcoming and kind, level one, which leads to level two, is, is a great place to start. Fantastic. Yeah. So most English people's language learning experience is traumatic um, <laughs> and based in secondary yeah. school lessons yeah. where no one really wanted to be. Or could you start um, with the grammar first? Yeah. Which is always the awful part rather than becoming accustomed to the culture and the way in which they communicate, mm. which sounds like they do a very good job of, that you understand them first. Yeah. And mm -hmm. then you begin to communicate yeah. with them in an appropriate manner. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. for people who hear the word language and are immediately saying in their heads, I'm not a linguist, I can't do this, I hate it, <laughs> GCSE French. What yeah. would you say is, um, how would you calm us? <laughs> 
say that a lot of effort has gone into this um, level one online and it's there is there are some videos to watch and it's someone using sign language and you won't understand them if you have no experience but then there's the transcript and it's designed for you as a hearing person to learn the language and to having them side by side you can read oh well, you'd learn the vocabulary and then you can watch it and then you can see someone use it in a sentence and uh it's mm. it's very accessible um it's very well um recommended by other deaf friends and my mum's enlisted on it it's you know when people have said to me in the past oh, i'd love to learn mm. but it's too expensive yeah. and love to learn but i can't make every tuesday or whenever the one that's happening near me this is online and this is thorough and hopefully helpful there's lots of places for feedback there's i believe online community discussions if you have any problems you can yeah. write to people and they all support yeah. each other yeah consume the content as and when it suits you exactly exactly that's so you sign up and you work through it at your own pace oh, that's um, really good, yeah yeah i might have to start that yeah. check in on me at the end of lockdown i'm trying <laughs> to brush up on my german but um <laughs> learn all of the languages yeah wow yeah, you, yeah and if you've had um problems learning french or spanish or something in the past it's just such a different language mm. that you won't have the same barriers there will be different things to overcome but it is it's really nice level one is a is a fun task fantastic and i do love the way that you and luke just communicate across a room <laughs> for level one um we were quite naive we were thinking it very ignorant um hearing people stance of oh won't it be nice to help these deaf people <laughs> <laughs> and it's so patronizing and we didn't ever want to be like that but it is how we were and then the more we've learned we've been like this is just such a beautiful language and it's really useful for ourselves for our own benefit not obviously just communicating with deaf people but the the way we've just learned about the world how we operate and all sorts it's it's been really valuable for myself um and then it's really nice to chat about things and the children don't understand what we're talking about <laughs> Although they're learning very quickly and no. find something like, oh, Luke, can you go to the shops to grab some ice cream or some cake? The kids spotted. Because, <laughs> of course, that's what they understand. <laughs> Children can learn sign language. Yeah. We've definitely uh, got it. <laughs> Children don't yeah, understand uh, jokes yet. They get it like, oh, what's brand sticky? And you can explain and it's a stick. Ha ha ha. That's really funny. But then they're like, what's yellow and sweet a banana and you know like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah indeed, indeed. how it works <laughs> <laughs> we laugh don't we um, oh, Asper has just had a joke request um that i might tell you about this joke um how does do you want to tell it how does jack frost get to work i don't know how does jack frost get does to he work ice skate to work <laughs> Liz, did you want to help? Bicycle. Oh. <laughs> bicycle. Icicle like bicycle. Oh. I love the exposition. <laughs> yeah. Just in case you didn't get That's it. it. That's bicycle. it. But there's a lot of explaining. What's brown and sticky? What's brown and sticky? Chocolate cake. <laughs> a stick. <laughs> You've trained them well. <laughs> I know. <laughs> What's brown and sounds like a bell? Dung. Dung. <laughs> 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 What's taller beige? A p 
piece Full of wood. <laughs> you know that thing about making the joke up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I was watching um, uh, the beginning of The Hobbit last night. So we're oh, reading The Hobbit, Hobbit for the children, just like page by page. I haven't actually read The Hobbit book. And so I've heard that people that have read it are more critical of the like the films because they don't stick to it quite so well. I read The Hobbit but actually, when I was really young. I was probably in like year two or three or something. And I enjoyed oh. it. And I think it was the most... Ex- the Lord of the Rings I never got into. It was just yeah. too worthy yeah. and too complex. So now I'm reading it to the children and they just page by page um, they understand it and when I we've only done the I don't know the first 20 pages of The Hobbit and I was thinking it matched quite nicely whereas for um, The Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe um, my husband found the old BBC series there's six of them or something just for The Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe in itself they were brilliant I absolutely adored them because we've just read Listy got the whole set of chronicles for the birthday we've worked away from the magician's nephew through to the last battle oh they're so incredible i come from a christian family so i never heard them growing up oh they're amazing but i really appreciate the bbc's trying to stick to what the yeah i do always think that's such a challenge though to take a book and make it into a film because it's such a different medium that you Mm. think oh it's just storytelling but there are things that you can do in passages of description or um, concepts yeah. that you can visualise in your head, but then to actually get on camera yeah, is very impossible. Yeah. So I've always tried to come at it with the whole like, oh, like a film is a new piece of art, so yes. it's inspired by. Yeah. But if you love the book, it's quite hard to, to get yeah. over that and feel like it hasn't been mm. betrayed. Yeah. Thing with um, uh, cinematography and m- making films out of things, mm. they're there to hook and entertain, which is mm. great. What I'm using a lot of stories for at the moment is just to get my children not having to have fast drama the whole time. Mm, We're in this sort of season where everything's a bit slower. You can't just do what you want when you want. And to just listen to a slow story, because, I mean, Narnia isn't the fastest thing for for their ears. Just they can butt in when I'm talking about things. And I love that Felicity, when they're going deeper into into Aslan's country, she's like, ah... she was saying it felt like a carousel and how riding a carousel is so brilliant but in heaven it's going to be more amazing because it won't ever stop and you won't get you will not be able to go on to the carousel and i don't know it wasn't like there was lots of flashes of drama of um, the way the words just slow you down you have to think about them there's a chance to have a conversation yeah books are valuable in that way i think that's what makes them more precious is there's there isn't a sense of like immediate gratification Mm -hmm. you're investing in it and you grow alongside them and you learn Mm -hmm. more about them and and almost know them more keenly because you've taken time with it whereas some books which are very like choppy and very fast paced you feel like you've almost skimmed through storyline yeah. rather than actually plumbing the depths of yeah. the different experience yeah and i guess it's, it's more like as you're saying you grow with it the book it, it needs you almost because you're yes. the one that brings yeah. the words yeah. to life and you have yeah. to invest in that that's just made me think of sometimes it's my husband reading it and he's doing different voices and then i'm doing <laughs> oh. it i now have to match he's you know he's like, yeah. <laughs> do this and, oh. anyway sorry carry on yeah, no, that's, that's fantastic because that you you always have a voice in your head for the different characters yeah. that's, that's really and even nice. like what you imagine like there are some books because of not seeing the film first mm you like you know what this place looks like or you know what that person looks like and then when you watch the film you're like nah mate what are you no, doing no, no. <laughs> like, <laughs> where are we going with this <laughs> yeah. 
it's such good yeah. discipline isn't it because it like it teaches mm. you how to visualize things that are just in yeah. black and white small well print. it teaches children imagination i think mm. and that i think that's possibly the struggle that people are having nowadays is that the kids are looking at so much stuff and so much that's created and imagined for them mm. so it mm. takes the imagination out of the process and they just consume someone else's imagination rather than being mm. taught how to develop their own, almost hone their ability to mm. think of things and imagine places yeah. and people. So I used to be a massive reader when I was a kid. They like, devoured both school libraries like, as you mm. move up the system. <laughs> but then like, when I, I think either sixth form or university, like, at some point I stopped reading because yeah. your brain just gets so tired. Yeah. So then coming out of university and into lockdown and, and trying to get yeah. back into the habit, yeah. it surprised me how long it's taken me to, to warm up those muscles yes. again. Yeah. So have the discipline to sit still to not expect to be instantly entertained yeah it's been really beneficial this sounds really silly but to be a bit sick of screens yeah. so That's the fact right. that everything is like looking at this shiny screen i've been mm. getting a few headaches and uh works you know very mm. screen zoom is yeah. i've uh started reading the screw tape letters again mm. and i was loving the the style of writing and uh, it's really interesting also, though, because my brain is very tired um, and I've enjoyed the reading and I've been trying to read my Bible more. That's obviously a given. Mm -hmm. No, maybe not, but I have. <laughs> but then to, do, to listen to audiobooks has been fascinating. Yes. Yeah. And just, okay, have it, have a, so it's not visual, but it is still mm -hmm. easier than reading myself. Yeah. Um, They're a really nice like medium, like when you're trying to train yourself out of being mm. dependent on like, being yeah. stimulated by so many different yeah. Um, sources but I found that also like, with bible reading like getting an audio bible or an audio devotion yeah, or something yeah. it, it's really really helpful do we talk about Suchet the other day the bible in a year and I love listening to his voice and most evenings I'll be listening to it having him read it every day mm -hmm. and it's just a different element isn't it that you think well yeah. As I go for my walk, so sometimes I, I go for my walk and I listen to it, rather than my own mind going off on its own worrisome trail thoughts yeah. or kind of thinking about yeah. Yeah. maybe not so profitable things, to have the audio book yeah. just plugged in is really handy. Yeah. And we're really yeah. not sponsored by Audible, but Jeff <laughs> has a great tip with this, Yes, um, yeah. which is that um, the Suchet Bible is on Audible. And so if you sign up for a free trial with your one free book that comes with that, you can download the entire Bible for free, for free by David Suchet. Yeah. Um, amazing. Suchet mm. seems to feature quite a lot in this podcast. Maybe we should have me. a regular segment. Like we should actually. Challenge. Yeah. What about a creative Suchet challenge? Cre <laughs> creative Suchet Sushi challenge. Yes. <laughs> if you can make David Suchet out of sushi, <laughs> send it in. <laughs> and if you are quite up to that. <laughs> This week's challenge, we were thinking, why not send us in some really fun or interesting facts about your favourite animal? We're wondering if you guys got a favourite animal, one just one that you'd like, mm, maybe? Or maybe a beetle that you found in the garden. Um, yes. Some facts about wood lice. <laughs> or maybe you've been collecting some flowers in the garden or like on your walks, things that you've seen. Um, yeah, give us some fun facts about animals or like nature that you're walking around in. And be creative while you're doing that. So if you want to uh, sing a song. 
if you want to, Make everyone should want to. Um, well, it's been really lovely talking to yeah. you, Minnie. Uh, thank you so much for coming in. It's been really lovely to chat with you. Say bye, everyone. Bye, bye everyone. Bye.